Welcome to the Awkwardly Anna podcast, where the life coaching is free and the conversations are real. I believe an authentic, confident, purpose-filled life lived at the rhythm God intends for you is possible for everyone, despite any perceived feelings of awkwardness. And I coach people to where they're living this out. So grab your coffee or tea and let's dive in. Hello, episode, (laughs) episode 118, overcoming feelings of rejection as an adult female in various areas of life. I will specifically oftentimes be referring to Christian circles, but not always. It's adult women in general, um, moms, not moms, dog moms, not dog moms, working in the home, working outside of the home. Being an adult female all of a sudden has made me feel I reached an age where I was like, do I not know how to make friends? I was always so good at making friends. I have really great friends. I have a small circle, but like amazing people, best people. And now do I just, am I, was it just supposed to stay that circle? Am I not supposed to meet new people? And I don't know if anyone else has felt this, that I don't know if it's the brain changing when you become a mom, maybe that's my issue, (laughs) or if it is just that people get really comfortable. And my my theory is it's that one, that we get really comfortable. We all do it. I do this. I fall into this at times. I'm not just blaming others. I do this as well. But in our comfort, we can really become horrendous excluders and people that don't keep our word and people that don't do what we say we're going to do. And we justify it because we're moms or because we're busy or because we work. We have a busy schedule. Our kids are in a lot of sports. And I'm calling this out as utter bullcrap. Personally, I'm just calling it out. I years ago had to call myself out on this. I had to tough love myself and coach myself on this, that it was inexcusable that I was being comfortable and I was making excuses. And not only was I showing up poorly for others, but first and foremost, I was showing up poorly uh, for myself and how I respected myself and how I respected God. So I had to have this lesson with myself as well, and it's not been easy. But the first thing you can do when you feel like you have had a lot of rejection, what I'm getting at here, is commit to being an includer. Start being an an includer in spite of feelings of rejection, in spite of feeling or knowing you've outwardly been rejected by a group. This could be your family. This could be your siblings. Uh, This could be your cousins. This could be people at work. This could be friends you used to have. This could be some of your neighbors that get together and don't invite you. It, It can be anything. Let that be neutralized. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you felt rejection. You don't know if they meant it. Sometimes you do know because they verbalized it, but you felt rejection. So what are you going to do? You're going to be an includer. You're an includer. It's just who you are. And then actively work on being an includer. This starts, and this is one of my biggest confidence habits. If I could tell you to start somewhere, if you feel like you really struggle with your confidence as an adult female, look people in the eyes and smile at them when you see them, specifically women. When you walk past them at the grocery store, smile. Look at their eyes and smile. And you'll notice how many women appear so mean at first. And it's like their whole face changes and they smile. Like, oh, they lack confidence. Oh, they're really busy and in their own head. Oh, she might really be struggling with anxiety or depression. Allow yourself to be wrong about your initial feelings about someone or your initial judgment, if I'm being honest, about someone. 
and instead show up as a confident includer. And that starts with being the one that looks people in the eyes and smiles. And that builds your confidence because you're going to do it regardless of outcome. Some people are going to like look at you like, oh my gosh, someone just smiled at me. Go away. Like I don't exist. There's going to be some people that give you a dirty look. There are going to be some people that act like they don't even notice you and some people that don't notice you. So what this is, is rejection practice and confidence building and becoming the most, the most, the most bestest is what I was going to say, the best includer that you've ever seen. That's just who you are. So commit to not being a mean girl. That's step one. (laughs) And that, that will honestly, it will reframe how you feel about rejection and you'll stop kind of feeling sorry for yourself as you may have in the past with rejection. And it just reframes it. Just trust me on this. It reframes it. (laughs) Okay. The next thing, if you often feel rejection in the form of conversations around other adult women. This could be at work. This could be you go to a dinner with friends or mutual friends. It could be at your small group at church. It could be a a sporting event where a lot of the moms know each other really well, it seems. When you feel like you're kind of rejected in the form of physical bodies and communication in a group setting. So this can look like these two people kind of turn towards each other and talk more. It can look like everybody knows this story and you have no idea what they're talking about. It can look like you walk up to these people and no one says hi to you. All of these are very common scenarios. And in reality, these are people that do not have the confidence and have not been taught how to be includers. So neutralize that. What can you actually do here? Again, you're the confident leader. How you show up as the confident leader when it comes to feeling rejected in adult female group conversations, instead of being having this thought of what you're going to say, what you're going to share, what you want to share, go into it committed to being the best listener there. I'm going to be the best listener these people have ever seen. You're going to ask appropriate questions when it's called for, but you are going to be the best listener that group has ever seen, and you're going to show them what it looks like to be confident enough to not have to be the one always talking. (laughs) There are true extroverts, and there are extroverts that are true extroverts and extroverts that are not, that are doing it out of not confidence, not comfortability, not joy, but that are doing it out of insecurity. So people all over that spectrum really need someone in their lives that's a good listener. This doesn't mean people stomp all over you. This doesn't mean they can degrade you, talk negatively about you. It doesn't mean you put up with abusive conversations or, you know, bigot conversation, any kind of conversation that's not okay. That's not what I mean. I mean when somebody's telling a story about their work, telling a story about the last baseball game their kid went to, things like this. Be the best listener there and see how your mindset on rejection goes and you you will really be surprised at how much more people start addressing you because they trust you as a good listener. They might not have had anyone in their life that can be a really good listener. Okay, a bigger area of rejection as an adult female can come in the form of, and this one's hard, this one is therapy is needed on this one. We can feel rejected by an adult that was supposed to be a leader, a mentor, a safe adult in our lives. This can be, you can feel rejected in how your father isn't present in your life or never was. You can feel rejected in that your mother isn't in your life and never was. And this could be 
all different scenarios of why this happens, but it is so common, unfortunately, and this absolutely breaks my heart. It can be siblings that just don't talk to you. Uh, you can have an older, I used to think that if someone's older than me, they have to be the leader in including me. And then I'm rejected if they don't. And I've really had to work on this that people operate from where they can. And some people don't don't invite. <laughs> they just don't. And that's that's okay. So instead of seeing it as rejection, I started seeing it as does it matter enough to me to be the inviter even when someone's older than me? Or do I, am I comfortable enough just saying they're operating from where they're able to operate right now? That's something you can do if it's a kind of neutral. It's not very emotionally charged. If it is more emotionally charged, like a parent that just isn't a parent to you, it could be that they feel like a sibling to you. It could be like they're just not in your life at all. They feel like a stranger to you and you thought they'd always be in your life or they used to be in your life and they're not now. That is true rejection. That is feeling rejection that then can ripple into so many other areas of your life and it really can start impacting negatively your self-worth and how you view yourself. So what I recommend for this absolutely therapy on when an adult doesn't show up how they were supposed to and what you do with that. Uh, my biggest reframes were the, with this um, was you can't change people, uh, but you can change your boundaries. And areas where I felt like I didn't get what I needed, where I see that deeply, I get to become that. So it's not as satisfying as just everything being perfect and being like in the movies, but it is really freeing because it takes off that pressure of wanting to change reality, which we can't, but we can change our reality going forward. So yes, get therapy for how best for you to reframe these things and deal with emotions around this. Allow yourself to be hurt by this. Do not allow yourself to be buried by this. So get the help you need to work through this. And forgiveness is often needed in this area for someone that will never know you had to forgive them. And it won't feel satisfying. But it's for you. It's freeing for your mind. And you give it to God. But it's not always as easy as just giving it to God. God calls us, I believe God calls us to therapy. He calls us to life coaching. He calls us to where we should live. All these different things. And we are meant to use modern resources for modern problems. First, go to God. See where he's leading you. I can connect you with... Um, Better Help, which I really recommend, which is online therapy. There's more Christian-based ones. Um, there's in-person ones. I'm happy to help you find something if you're not sure where to start with that. Um, secondly, absolutely work with a life coach on this when you're ready. This is such a powerful area to unlock your confidence when you lean into, I felt reject rejected here here and here, here's how it's impacting me. Here are my true thoughts when I'm around these people. Here are my true thoughts before I go to this place. And we can unpack that. And the cool thing about working with a life coach is I'm not judging your feelings. I'm not judging your reality. I'm not judging your reaction to things. I'm learning more and more about you and how you operate and what has impacted that. And then we unlock where you're supposed to be, where God has planned for you. And we unlock freedom and we gain peace and we gain joy and we gain your identity regardless of circumstance. And that is so powerful when it comes to confidence and how you live your life and it positively seeps into every other area, your marriage, your friendships, your motherhood, your career, promotions, money you make, all of it. It just permeates everywhere. 
Okay, so I hope that this was, this is kind of a base level overview of feelings of rejection. But if you feel like, because I, I have felt this often where I just don't feel included in a lot of circles, I think that Christian homeschooling moms have been the hardest group I've ever known to try to fit in with because they get comfortable. You get comfortable. You're like, yeah, well, they, of course, you want to be surrounded by people that you know believe the same as you. A lot of these people grew up together and then they're raising their kids together. And I get how cool that is. Uh, and we make the excuse that we're too busy often. And uh, that's where, when you have felt rejection, when it comes to, you know, at one point I took screenshots of all the messages I have from homeschool moms that were like, we're supposed to meet up and they canceled the last minute. And we're like, I'll reach back out. Never did. Or we were supposed to go to this thing together. They canceled the night before. And they're like, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Like, I'll reach back out to you next week. Never did. And I took screenshots of these and showed them to Rob, my husband. And I was like, I had to think on why I did that. And it was because I felt rejected but also I, I was feeling angry. I was feeling disappointed. I was feeling hurt. Um, and then I had to coach myself a little bit. And the reality is I could have reached back out. I could have kept reaching out. Um, I could have started inviting people. I could have hosted a meetup where people come and whoever shows up does, whoever doesn't, doesn't. So I had to, with that, reframe and figure out what I was supposed to see by that. And I know for a fact that what I'm supposed to see by that and a recurrent theme I've seen is that I am an includer and I see people that a lot of people don't see. So I believe that's my purpose, to see people that often don't feel seen and often don't feel included. And I get to show them that they are seen, that they're really cool and really special. And I get to unlock their purpose for what God has for their life because it's really big and it's really beautiful, even if they don't feel that yet. So that's something where that's just a practical life coaching example of you can have a yuck feeling. You can have a feeling or a reality that makes you feel kind of like, oh, especially as a Christian, like, man, I shouldn't be thinking this. Oh, this is really judgmental. Oh, this is petty. But neutralize that. Give yourself grace about that and say, okay, yes, I'm feeling this and my feeling is valid. Now, what's got, what can God show me from this? What's true here? What does the Bible say about this? What can I pray to God and hear from this? What can he show me from this? And you'll be really, really pleasantly blessed and surprised by what he shows you and how you're meant to be an includer likely and how you're meant to be an encourager. And he might even show you someone in your life that you have been placed to reach out to that you wouldn't have seen had you not felt rejection here and there to know what it feels like. So be encouraged that you're not alone. Always reach out to me. If you feel like this is an area where you are like, I just can't connect. I just can't make mom friends. I just can't make friends at work or whatever, wherever it matters to you to make friends. Uh, reach out to me and let's see what we can do. I can coach you on this or we can just have a little conversation and do some quick tips on how you can improve this. And I'm excited to hear what of these things you guys try and how they work for you. So please message me, email me, helloannabar at gmail.com and let me know what works for you. So be encouraged, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. When you graciously listen to my show, you share my episodes, and you leave a review, I hope you know how much it warms my heart, how it makes me do a little happy dance, and how it helps other people to find my show. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. If any of the things we talked about on this episode or any other episodes of mine sound like something you really could be encouraged and motivated by some coaching on, feel free to email me, helloannabar at gmail.com, and let's chat. 
or check out my website and my coaching options at www.awkwardlyanna.com. Thank you. Thank you.